Good morning, this is Tuesday, February 4th, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Push for preschool is a unifying issue. Karzai arranged secret contacts with the Taliban, and actor's heroine points to a surge in a grim trade. In today's national headlines, gene tests, healthy children, and ethical doubt. While asking for help, Detroit sells a comeback. And collegiate study puts exonerations at record level in the U.S. In today's business headlines, the Dow tumbled 326 points yesterday. The Nasdaq followed down nearly 107. As recovery looks weak, stocks take a dive. We'll have an in-depth story from Nathaniel Popper. Detroit turns bankruptcy into challenge of banks, and report says full picture of airlines' punctuality is elusive. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, push for preschool, is a unifying issue. Richard Perez-Pena and Matoko Rich have the story. Preschool is having its moment as a favored cause for politicians and interest groups who ordinarily have trouble agreeing on the time of day. President Obama devoted part of his State of the Union address to it, while the deeply red states of Oklahoma and Georgia are being hailed as national models of preschool access and quality, with other states and cities also forging ahead on their own. With a growing body of research pointing to the importance of early child development and its effect on later academic and social progress, enrollment in state-funded preschool has more than doubled since 2002 to about 30% of all four-year-olds nationwide. In just the past year, Alabama, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, and the city of San Antonio have enacted new or expanded programs, while in dozens of other places, mayors. Governors and legislators are making a serious push for preschool. In New York City, where the new mayor, Bill de Blasio, is elected on a promise of universal pre-kindergarten, the dispute between him and Governor Andrew Cuomo is not over whether to expand the program, but how. For generations, it was largely Democrats who called for government-funded preschool, and then only in fits and starts, and that remains the case in Congress, where proposals have yet to gain traction among Republicans. But outside Washington, it has become a bipartisan cause, uniting business groups and labor unions with Republican governors like Rick Snyder of Michigan and Robert Bentley of Alabama pushing some of the biggest increases in preschool spending. It's a human need and an economic need, said Snyder, who raised preschool spending by $65 million last year and will propose a similar increase this year, doubling the size of the state program in two years. He called this spending an investment whose dividends will show up for decades to come. Analysts who see politics behind the shift at the state level, with preschool appealing particularly to women and minorities, groups whose votes are needed by Republicans. If you cast it as an issue of inequality, Republicans get their backup right away. But there's a sincere and growing concern on the part of a lot of Republicans about how to increase economic opportunity, said Ron Haskins, 
co-director of the Center on Children and Families at the Brookings Institution, and a former policy advisor to President George W. Bush. Preschool is, generally speaking, a crowd-pleaser, said Chester Finn, president of the Thomas Fordham Institute, a conservative-leaning education policy group 